0: So for those who surprisingly
1: uh, warm here yeah. in the Paleolithic yeah. era. Well, I it's well ha- lucky they had podcasting equipment
0: back then as well. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah. And it's hot, this this room this room has always existed since the dawn of time, so we just found our way here and mm. recorded. yeah we
2: just we just built a house around it yeah and we moved in. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the druids used to use this. Richard, <laughs> the the,
2: di- uh, the mic was originally like rough hewn stone like on a femur yeah and we kind of wrapped it in some moss. It's
0: just you're just talking into a bone. <laughs>
2: it's mostly reeks. yeah <laughs>
0: didn't do anything back then but now it does luckily um so yeah as you might be able to tell we're not doing uh not doing first flight this time and john's uh john's got some time off <laughs>
2: not gonna lie nick feeling great <laughs> this is lovely oh uh,
0: yeah so we um yeah sort of set the scene a little bit we uh we've ended a recently ended a campaign with with cuckoos which was awesome uh, I think we'll all agree.
3: Mm-hmm. And um, many people got stabbed. It was all good.
0: Yeah, well, certainly from a two hours <laughs> angle. Yeah, well, more stabbing um, equals great. Yeah. so that's cool. Um, so we thought to give John a chance to 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 work on the next one, because mm. <laughs> there's no rest. You're just gonna move straight on. You better. Um, but also to sort of learn a bit and play some different RPGs, we um, we thought we'd have a look at Worm, which is a game I kickstarted ages ago, like I think it was three years ago I kickstarted this, and I basically did just for the artwork in the source book, because I thought it was a very pretty looking book, but the more I read it, I was like, actually, I kind of want to run a game in this, because it it seems really, really cool, and and the basic principle is that uh, these, I think think it's originally a French uh, RPG, uh, but the Kickstarter partly was to translate it into English, Um, they really wanted to model it on what is known historically about living in the Paleolithic era, and what early man what his life was like. And so uh, they thought a really cool way to do that and to, and to sort of discover that first hand would be to build a little RPG around it which is really, really awesome. But there is also some supernatural flavour in there mm. which may or may not have happened once <laughs> back in the
1: For days. <laughs> so um the ignorant people like me sure. in the world. Hello. Uh, how long ago are we talking? Like 8,000 years ago?
0: No, we're talking like uh, 20... Forty thousand years ago, sort of wow. tail end of the ice age, but super super. Which tail ice end age? Of it. Well, <laughs> I guess the second <laughs> pedantry hadn't been invented.
2: <laughs>
1: wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So a long, long time ago, ago, but
0: not not millions of years ago. Sure. So so I think like um, obviously the the dinosaurs' time was ended by the ice age, but that that ran for a very long period mm-hmm. of time, um, and there were sort of early. AP man sort of back then but this is this is the advent of intelligent man yeah that is sure. to say those that were making tents and tools and you know talking and yeah forming yeah. tribes and that sort of thing cool um, yeah so the key thing about the game is that uh there are really two branches of early man at this point there's the long men which are homo sapiens and that's what our ancestors basically um, which is what we'll all be playing as. Um, and then there's the bear men, mm-hmm. who are the Neanderthals. Who... Nigel
1: Farage's uh... <laughs> Correct. There are a handful of those around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got political fast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: they're a lot bigger. They're a lot... Uh, they're, they've just got, got an imposing brow ridge. Um, and they were a bit slower-witted, it's thought.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but they were more physically imposing. One One-on-one, a bear man would probably beat a long man. But long men had their sort of cerebral advantage I guess there, there
2: is a suggestion mm. that red headedness came from Neanderthals is that right yeah uh,
4: there's oh. a lot of illustrations
0: of, of the bear men with red hair in this book so mm. uh, there
2: you go I have a question hit me DM mm. or what do we call you like I guess. S- stone master or something yes. <laughs> please call me the stone master <laughs> the, SM. Um, the S and M uh, stone master hello um, is there anything in the source book about like um the long men and the bear men kind of inhabiting different areas.
0: Yes, yeah, sort of. Uh, they they never really tribed together. It mm. was very unlikely, if not completely unheard of, that you'd get a mix.
2: Because I think there was a suggestion, and I don't know, again, like this is just something like I remember reading, that kind of like the long men, oh, sapiens, homo sapiens, kind yeah. of ended up on like the Plains, in a way, yeah. And the Neanderthals were more kind of in the mountains That's and stuff exactly like that. That's exactly what's
0: written in this, and awesome. actually, what will come you'll come to, to see in the campaign as well. Mm. Um, not to give things away, but there will be bear men and they will be in the mountains. Mm. Bear um, men, bear as in. Winnie the Pooh. B-A-R-E. As in they all wear a little red T-shirt, but nothing on their bottoms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they love honey. <laughs> they just love honey. <laughs> and they're all yeah. friends of a mopey donkey. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Yes, bear men. Not bear as in not wearing anything.
2: I've heard there's probably a, a strong oh. overlap.
0: Oh, oh, oh mm. yes. Yeah, and yeah. in fact, you know, I don't know, I don't want to speak for your characters, but a lot of people didn't wear very much mm. in this era either. So that's that kind that's of why. Be... That's
2: kind of why I chose to um, Donald Duck it today. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying not to look. God, we're sat at the table. table. Um, Pray so, for yeah. a power failure. That's <laughs>
0: but although it's it's good that you mention that because although that they didn't necessarily tribe together, they didn't. There wasn't uh, necessarily animosity. There was often fights, and usually if there were, they would be between these two races. But it wasn't just the case of, oh, it's a bear man. I must kill him because he is different. They they, they Apparently, there's hist- historical um, evidence for the fact that they may have got on sometimes or, mm-hmm. or co- just cohabited happily and even thought that they may be hunted together sometimes. Like they may have been out, like some long men may have been hunting the same prey without realising it. And then when they did, rather than fighting each other, they actually helped and then shed it. There's actually evidence, wow, for that, which I think awesome. comes from like, you know, burials and, and, and you know, uh, I remains. feel
1: bad associating them with Nigel Farage now. Sorry, bear men. <laughs> <Best> <laughs> than that. I could, uh,
0: yeah, I could name not all, not all bear men. <laughs> I could name an NPC Nigel just to make that the, what you're referencing, and not not the horrible racism <laughs> If you like, do whatever,
1: um, Stone Master. <laughs> I have the power. You I can do. do whatever I want.
0: Um, yeah. So I think uh, what what where should we start? I mean, basically. Um, I've obviously created like your tribe and you're all members of the same tribe. And we're going to go on. We're going to have a uh, I don't I don't want to put a cap on exactly how many episodes it's going to be because I don't know for sure. But it's, it's going to be a short arc and it's going to be um, uh, a quest to, to bring you all together. And we'll see how it goes. Um, but um, maybe we could talk a little bit about your characters. And let like your names, a little bit of your histories. The way that Worm works is that you so it's a two D six game, unlike D and D, which is a D twenty, or unlike First Flight, which is a D two. It's like 15, 15. <laughs> D D two, yeah. but, not but one of the threes is ducks. a zero. <laughs> okay, okay.
2: A D
3: Zero is a number.
2: <laughs> D three plus zero we use yeah. a single shimmering die that hurts to look at. <laughs> it's got two million faces. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so two D sixes.
0: Mm-hmm. And the way you, you create a character is you have strengths and weaknesses. Uh, you don't have to have any weaknesses, but the more strengths you add, it, it reaches a threshold where you have to start adding weaknesses. So you could add tons and tons of strengths. Actually, I think you, there's a limit to that as well. But if you wanted to, like, oh, I've got all the strengths, you have to start giving yourself some weaknesses as well. And the weaknesses are pretty big deals. Um, so, but they also make it more interesting, like if your character's got a weakness. I, I really, really like this system. And it's really as simple as if it's a strength, then you roll an additional d6 on that check. So if your strength was running speed, for example, which I think one of them is called like speed of the horse or something like that, um, then if you're running to get away or running to get towards something, you get to roll an additional d6 for that check, which obviously massively increases the chances of you succeeding. Um, If it's weakness, then it's just minus three off of your results. So that takes... Oh, across the board. Yeah. Oh, okay, that does make it... Simpler. For, yeah. re-
1: for relevant checks, obviously, not for everything. Yeah,
0: yeah. But the weaknesses do tend to have more of a broad impact because whereas you, you wouldn't just have a weakness that concerns your running speed, you might have a weakness that concerns concerns your whole fitness. Mm. And so then actually your weakness is coming up more often. So it's probably good that it's not a dice penalty because that would be pretty extreme. Um, so yeah, so you have all create characters. Yes. Mm. And you have built these around strengths and weaknesses and kind of around their positions in the tribe and and what they'll do so who wants to go first
3: i'll go first
0: lucy go first cool
3: first because i i i feel like i need to learn a lot about what this is anyway
0: (laughs) yeah awesome so what we'll do is we'll um if you if you introduce your character and their name and stuff and yeah who they are and what they do then
3: Uh, my character's name is Mm whitebird and i am a sort of newly risen shaman for the tribe yeah so um i've i've been training under the current elderly shaman of the tribe for many years, and I've just got to the point where I'm trusted to go off on my own. Yeah. Basically, um, I'm a, I'm a woman. I haven't decided exactly how old I am yet. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like probably late teenage. Yeah. Is is about the right sort of era, or maybe because I'm imagining like you know the natural lifespan of a human being is about forty years. Yes. If, if and you, if you
0: live to that possibly long, possibly less. You're old. <laughs> yeah. You're like old so, and wizard and wise. <laughs>
3: um. So um. I'm probably like fully grown and fully trained yes. by like 18, 19 years old. I'm yeah. imagining, so I'm somewhere around there. Maybe I don't keep count that well. I don't
0: know. I mean, maybe they wouldn't necessarily like not quite like we do. Mm. It doesn't say anything about this in the book, but it, it maybe it may be more like your position and your experience is more important than your number mm. kind of thing.
2: Well, I guess you might say something like twelve winters. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I, I guess kind of like you. We're gonna. We're all gonna mature a lot quicker. Just from kind of like the harshness of the landscape. Absolutely. So yeah, I guess kind of like anybody who's like forty is probably like pretty damn old by. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So yeah, so I'm I'm probably like late teenage, but definitely like a full grown human woman at this mm-hmm. point. Um, I'm, I've said I'd be, I'm the shaman. Uh, my strengths are, if I want to go into strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's go into strengths, yeah. My strengths are Rise of the Eagle, which means that I'm... Uh, <laughs> ah, can I can
0: fly. No. I'm, I'm very good so at enter- So
3: <laughs> Off the bat. Yeah. Um, I'm very good at entering trances, which yes. is important for shamanism. Um, uh, so I went for that. I've also got Wisdom of the Mammoth, which is the tribe's sort of native... Yeah, ability. so I'll, I'll actually
0: take this opportunity to say, so basically there is one strength that sort of comes naturally to the tribe. That, well, there are two actually. Um, and you, one of your strengths must be one of those natural, preternatural mm-hmm. tribe skills. As, as if to say, everyone in the tribe has been brought up in a similar sort of culture and, and lifestyle and, and it has imbued this skill within you. And you have all... Not necessarily as your tribe skill, but you all have ended up with Wisdom of the Mammoth, I think. But um, yes, so that is... Where is that? Let me have a quick look through. There it is. So yes, guided by the spirit of the mammoth, which is in fact the totemic spirit of the tribe. Uh, The character is gifted with a great memory and a great insight, probably making him a vital member of his tribe. (laughs) You're all a vital (laughs) member. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Um, if everybody's special nobody is <laughs>
0: <laughs> always calm yet with a quick mind the character is granted a 1d6 bonus for all his knowledge and common sense tests and also to detect lies or understand the emotions of both humans and animals
3: cool so yeah so I've got that and mm-hmm. the trance thing yep um, and then I've also taken the weakness fragile yes um, which makes me more prone to environmental issues and sickness yep um, and I've chosen to try to sort of interpret that as I was born an albino yeah um, so, because our tribe kind of revere[s] the mammoth, I was born ivory-colored. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Hence, that yeah. I felt like that was maybe why I was kind of plucked out as a child, as fit to go into kind of the shaman's path. Yeah, less spirit yeah. almost uh, from um, birth. Yeah, but it does make me uh, very like susceptible to sun exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I don't have necessarily great vision. Sure, it, yeah, things are just too bright for me. Um, and I'm just sort of smaller and slighter than yeah. others would be in my tribe. Part, part of that is because I've actually led a fairly sheltered lifestyle by the standards of the uh, Ice Age, I imagine, because yeah, I've like been kind that. of coddled almost. So I'm kind of imagining like just a small, slight woman, you know, the kind of woman whose ears are too big for her head, you know. Like, <laughs> <or> <laughs> just, yeah. Like, you know, Do you think um, quite grown into yourself? <laughs>
0: she would be like keen to get out into the world because she's been. Because I can imagine the reason she's been coddled is like uh there's been this obsession by the the tribe shaman mm. to train you because you've got this incredible f- from birth ability let's let's get this under control before it brings the wrath of the spirits down on the tribe yeah
3: i'm i'm probably like straining against the bounds mm. a bit here like yeah. i'm probably like the old dude is just getting on my nerves <laughs> and it's, I, it's time to go oh well yeah, whatever well, <laughs> <laughs> you went to know <laughs> <laughs> and yes. yeah it's probably it, it, it i've definitely got an urge to go i've been spending my whole life watching people much younger than me go, go out, out into on hunts and on quests and missions for the tribe and missions to other tribes they've met other people and i've just been like in this tent <sighs> like in made of skins forever <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah no that's it that's really really good So, yeah, um, you suffer a penalty of minus three for all resistance to sickness and poisons Mm -hmm. tests. Um, You have less stamina than the others. You only have 16 stamina points starting out, whereas everyone else has 24. Um, And, yeah, you're often ill, and your life expectancy will surely be reduced if you're not
4: careful.
3: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean, that could be true of any situation, Uh, I
2: imagine. (laughs) I have to to ask, is Scaminar the equivalent of health? It is indeed, HP. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So that's what you—that's what I will be taking from you, where, whenever I can. Basically. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. So white bird, of course, the name is—is uh, is in keeping as well with your with your look, which is yes, really cool. yeah,
3: yeah. I felt that you know, small, slight, pale thing, mm. basically.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, names is worth talking about because names is—it um, was—it's quite tricky to name lots of NPCs, <laughs> <laughs> and also I don't know how you how you guys found naming your characters, but obviously you can't just be Barry as easily. Or <laughs> uh, well, if you were
2: Bar re yeah like kind of two. b a
0: hyphen r yeah 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 i guess i'd allow that Uh,
2: uh, (laughs) i'd hate it but i'd allow it (laughs) i am am Barre of a tribe norwich (laughs) (laughs) we pronounce it norwich
0: (laughs) um yeah so i had this uh, it doesn't really say much about names frustratingly in here it gives examples of names um but i had this idea that it might be quite cool if you sort of earn your name a bit later in life and maybe this wasn't Mm -hmm. the case for white bird because you you were very distinct from birth but um but it's like from the age of maybe birth to sort of eight or nine which is on the cusp of basically being a, a, a proper functioning tribe adult really um you are either just nicknamed or named for your parent so son of x or have a nickname based around your father or mother's
2: name I read, I think I read a book years and years years ago. It was like a it was a shortlisted for like some children's book award thing. Yeah. But it was kind of set in this kind of era. Okay. And they did have a thing where there was like a kind of like a coming of age ceremony. Sure. When you reach a certain age and you had to go for like a trial. Right. And then when you did, you then God, I mean, maybe yeah or maybe we could maybe something like that. Maybe like I'm literally well, right
3: I've... now reading The Wizard of Earthsea, which is based entirely around doing the trial to learn your true name at, like, uh, age 13 or something. Like, yeah. It is quite cool, yeah. like,
0: being named after mm. a significant event that
4: happened to But also,
1: you, like, you were saying maybe, because um, we chatted about this, maybe if you do something really amazing, Legendary. that might yeah. kind of get added to your name as well. Yeah, like would Khaleesi, replace like Mother of Dragons.
0: Yeah, yeah you'd you <laughs> get all, the, you know, like, <laughs>
2: like, the lessons PhD.
0: Mother yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of Dragons, PhD. And <laughs> <laughs> Phil. Didn't quite finish for Doctorate, but... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, you can have you can have some acronyms after it as well if you like. So um, so yeah, so that's White Bird, I guess. Overall, yeah. I think that's everything. Is there anything more? So I mean, you've 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 said quite a bit about like your position in the tribe mm-hmm. and your frustrations of not being able to go out. What about like um, parents or siblings? Or do you imagine having anything like that?
3: I imagine if I do, I don't know them. Okay. Um, I I imagine I, I was just taken. If not birth and a very young age, and it's just accepted that I'm of the tribe rather than of anyone in particular. So you could
0: be from another tribe. You're thinking possibly,
3: or or my parents could be in this tribe, and they just yeah. I just don't know who they are. (laughs)
0: Fair enough. Yeah, you you're something of a. It's probably become very less the most important thing Mm -hmm. about you. You were probably taken by the shaman of the tribe. And, and your life was chosen for you after that point. Yeah, and, and they, that do, that. they
1: do. say it takes a village to raise a child. So, oh uh, well. Yeah, you yeah. we yeah. we not heard oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard I that haven't
2: before. heard that. You <laughs> say I've only met twenty four people in my life, <laughs> <laughs> and we're all in this cave. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question though. Our, mm. our tribe, mm. are we mobile? Like, do we? So you, you guys are not. No, no. So your tribe is named for
0: the place that your uh, camp is essentially. Cool. No, sorry, up.
2: I, d- I didn't want to. I'm, so I'm really not trying to no 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 these, these questions are great. I'm just exactly. kind of curious because it might kind of inform if we have a fixed home mm. that might kind of inform the character versus yeah like, sure okay well we- I'll get
0: into that now if you like but ahead of ahead of doing any more uh, character talking
2: um, the idea
0: is is that many many winters ago I don't know how many uh, but probably a good sort of like five or six generations before you guys maybe even more than that this this location was discovered. It was found to be very defensible very very good and you decided to set up your your forebears your ancestors set up this this location as the, as the location and named the tribe for it so basically uh in front of a cliff face there is uh the cliff comes down meets the ground and there is a, a huge cut back into the cliff which provides a huge amount of shelter and then leads into caves beyond that but it's a but it's flat grounded underneath this this sort of undercut hanging ceiling above you of just stone and the tribe spills out from that sort of canopy of rock and there's a semicircular sort of uh, edge to that, that plateau that your, that your tents and everything are pitched on, which is surrounded by huge, almost obelisk-type stones in a semicircle around the perimeter of the camp, which are the giant's teeth. Yeah. So your, your camp, your tribe, sits within the teeth. And actually, if you stood back far enough from the cliff and looked back at it, it would look like a sort of underbiting mouth and lip with mm. big teeth jutting up and they form this sort of like perimeter around your around your camp. And everyone uh, is either in tents within that or within the cave system that dots back underneath the overhanging rock uh, within the cliff. The cliff is a is a small crop. It's like it's almost like a big blocky mountain that sits quite low in the valley. Uh, but not not at the mountains uh, mm-hmm. that, uh that border either side so you're within the the sort of step but you're still higher than the, the stream level but a stream does come nearby which is another reason you chose this area and um it's very much yours the cliff and everything around it is is your land and there is sort of like uh, grazing land and, and 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 sort of steppe and prairie around that and then if you were to walk maybe two miles into the valley you'd reach where the main river cuts down through this incredibly wide and flat uh somewhat marshy but mostly dry, scrubby uh valley land. Cool. Basically. That's where the Giants Tooth tribe lives. And you cool. you're based there. Because you've got everything you need. It's it's like maybe maybe they were nomadic before, but um they came across this place and it was just too good to turn down. And the stones do have some importance. Not only does it does it influence them in terms of being a sort of protective Semicircle around their camp, but also there's there's an element of they can watch the sun and its position as it comes down between the stones, and there's sort of elements to uh, to sort of time as well with that, which is cool. So a sort of natural, almost natural henge around the camp.
3: Cool. Yeah.
2: Thank you. I'm glad, no sorry. Glad I asked. That's yeah. Great.
0: Yeah. No, it's good. That's uh, that's all good. So, Ali, mm. who are you?
1: Um, I am Fang. Fang. <laughs> Yes, you Hi. are. Um she is a thirty-eight year old uh woman. So she's uh getting on a bit. She is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh she is not native to this tribe. She yeah. um sort of I don't know if they have weddings per se, but she married into the tribe. Yeah. They do basically have um, a sort of ceremony. She line. met with one of the she met one of the sort of higher up men, a very well respected hunter. And uh, decided that she would join him in Giant's Tooth tribe. Mm.
0: Um,
1: But sadly, he was killed in a hunting uh, incident. Um, Not long after. Not long after I moved across. So she was about 15 when she joined the tribe. And it was within a year that he was killed. By that point, she was already uh, pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, So her... Uh son was born. He was called Little Wave because her uh, husband, for want of a better word, was called. Uh, what was he called Rolling, rolling, wave. rolling wave? Yeah, um, because he had once seen the ocean. Ro- I mean,
0: Roland.
2: Roll Rolling Wave. <laughs> <Roland> <laughs> wave. Uh, Gentleman spy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, he had once seen the ocean, which was quite a, a feat. Yes, the mythical huge lake. Mm. (laughs) Um, But yes, he died. And then sadly, when uh, Little Wave was about five, uh, he got bitten by a snake and died. Mm. So since then, she has decided to devote her time and energy into learning how to make um, poisons and remedies um, so that no one else needs to suffer that. Um so she sort of, it, it was also to sort of justify her place in the tribe because, of course, she was an outsider. And I think that she almost would have not really had a reason to be in the tribe. You know, people could have easily sort of said, well, you're just another mouth to feed. What are you contributing? So she wanted to become an expert in something to help um, so that no one else needed to, uh, to die that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, yeah, that's... That's her backstory.
0: Yes, yeah, quite a tragic one.
1: Yeah. Um, so she has Wisdom of the Mammoth. Indeed. As do we all. As do we all. Uh, she also has something called Softness of the Otter, which I think just sounds so nice. <laughs> so,
0: softness of the Otter, uh, the character has an aura that calms and comforts others. Her physical contact is also appeasing and regenerating. The character is granted a 1d6 bonus for calming emotions and for giving first aid. Anyone spending at least one hour in the evening being deloused, massaged, or stroked by the character (laughs) gets 1d6 stamina points back during the night as if they had rested the entire day before. Mm -hmm. So you can really make people feel better. Yeah, quite Hmm. motherly. Yes.
1: Yeah. And she also has magic of the rhino.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So this one, the character is gifted with the powerful magic that surrounds the spirit of the woolly rhinoceros. They can detect the magic within things and enchant weapons and charms better than anyone. They are granted a 1d6 bonus to all enchantment or creation of charms tests, but also in all their attempts to resist the effects of curses directed at them. So this will manifest for you uh, in helping as well with uh, creation of the potions and the, the sorceries, which in, mm. in this sort of world is balms and ointments and things that have a what looked like a magical effect, but actually in this case is actually mm-hmm. probably more of a scientific one. Yeah, they, didn't they just don't understand. Yeah. Um, But she does
1: have a weakness because to have three strengths, she did Mm -hmm. have to have a weakness and her weakness is that she is half deaf.
4: Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which isn't ideal. Um, I've decided that that happened because she once in her uh, adventurous times before she moved over to the tribe, but her and her husband were sort of. You know, meeting up now and again. They don't. They jump down a waterfall for fun, and oh, right. uh, okay. she
4: just uh,
1: <laughs> damaged her hearing in the process. <clears throat>
4: yeah, in one ear.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yikes!
0: So um, that's um, you suffer a penalty of three to all your hearing tests, and to any tests that determine if you're surprised during an attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also suffer a penalty of minus three to all social interactions involving discussions, debates, and talks. So yeah, when we when everyone's sat around the <laughs> fire, you're just going, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> what I'm only half deaf. I still hear
3: something.
2: Yeah, so anyone on your which ear is it? Uh, it's my left ear. So anyone on your left, yeah, you just you just can't hear that. Means you don't have to listen to me. just <laughs> good.
3: <laughs> That was my broken ear as a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, I was deaf in my left ear for a few years as a oh, kid. Oh,
4: okay. <laughs> waterfalls. Yeah, yeah, honestly,
3: right? like, yeah. you just should not let a seven-year-old jump waterfalls. go chasing waterfalls.
2: Yeah. <laughs> please stick to the rivers in the please. <laughs> this has been a public service announcement. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's Bang. That's Bang, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, John. Uh, cool, so I am playing as... Long Knight, who... uh, Of course, I didn't... My my brain forgot that we are the long men, so I'm double long. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, um, (laughs) That's so long. uh, But I'm Long Knight, and I am uh, male. I am... I'm going to say, like, kind of 24, kind of like in his prime Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah,
4: yeah, that's
2: Uh, good. So Long Knight is one of the tribe's uh, storytellers. And I kind of imagine... Mm. Kick me me if I'm wrong. Lay it on me. Uh, (laughs) I kind of imagine that if you've got the shamans who kind of like have this lineage and they kind of do their shaman-y stuff, which is very important, I reckon you've also got the Mm storytellers who are maybe... They skew more to being male. Okay. Maybe.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that works because both shamans are uh, female at the moment. Cool.
4: So
2: So I kind of imagine like the... uh, Because there's this thing where like um, when uh men get older in these mm. tribes uh they their use kind of diminishes sure so i kind of i kind of believe that like the storyteller community rose up out of like the grandfathers and the the older yeah, kind of people yeah, uh, the older men the records kind of yeah yeah but the, their gimmick is um they record all the great feats which the tribe does uh in paint mm-hmm. so i kind of mm-hmm. imagine that back at Back at the village, yes. Uh, in in maybe one cave or just kind of everywhere. Yeah.
0: So I there's going to be a cave called the Hall of Stories. Ah. I think.
2: Which I think where you do a lot of this work. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So basically they um, they send and they have younger storytellers as well, like <laughs> like Long Night. So they, they just become a thing. So you can sure. train up storytellers. So uh, Long Night uh, is quite. He's young. He's 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 relatively fit. He's quite a good tracker and hunter in his own right. Mm-hmm. But because he's a storyteller, he's been kind of kept apart from, I guess, where most of like the Braves would go out and uh, on proper hunting. Yeah, He would go with, but he's always slightly apart. Like Almost he, at arm's length, just so that you can record it. Yeah. Of, yeah, so even though he has the skills, and maybe there's a little bit of him which kind of wishes he could have been a bit more a part of it. Mm-hmm. But what they do is they send out storytellers and they see and record the great things that we do in paint on their bodies. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that you send out a storyteller. They go, "Oh, that was cool." Then they they really paint cool. something new on their body to represent it. And then in coming back to the tribe, they will transcribe ah. the paintings on their body by just th- rolling around, <laughs> <laughs> just slush
4: against just, the wall. Just get an image of it. Oh, it's all the way around.
2: When two, two, two storytellers meet, they yeah. exchange stories by belly, <laughs> like slapping their <laughs> belly, belly together. Yeah, yeah. Their belly. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so they'll bring back paintings to add to the, the mural oh, that tells the greater story of the tribe. So I like that. Lo, uh I, I imagine it's we're we're not really a race of people who've developed trousers and stuff. No. But keeping um <laughs> warm is you know, is probably quite important. But kind of going against that, the storytellers tend to wear a little less. Sure. Because they um He's in the skin area. Yeah, so. he's not completely you know, he's not completely Starkers, but he Swinging does free. he does even when it's colder he might go against common sense and where it's slightly less because his body is his canvas and he's adding mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh yeah. So understandably, he has a skill in body art. Yeah. Uh, which kind of goes hand in hand with another strength of his, which is called Inspiration of the Rocks. Yes. Which gives him a bonus to any kind of artistic endeavour. Mm. Mm. Um, and there's a thing with body art where... I don't know if you unlock more colours or paints down the line, uh, but I basically know two types of body paint. So I know the blood of Io and the skin of night. So I can paint on myself or on my buddies. I can paint you red or I can paint you black with little patterns. Mm -hmm. And if I paint you black, you get a 1d6 stealth bonus. Mm And if I paint you red, you get a one d three increased kind of uh, armor bonus. Oh, yes, for six Protection hours.
0: Increases for yeah for half a day. How uh, long does it take to paint a... I don't know
2: actually. <laughs> uh, I kind of imagine that if I ever wanted to paint myself, because my memory is pretty good, oh. I've, I've also got wisdom of the mammoth. So I figured like I would have to copy what's on my body onto like a nearby rock.
0: Yeah. Then
2: paint <laughs> myself black. Yeah. And then go do my stealthy stuff. And then come back and have to like. So I probably Transfer, carry like I carry like little paint, pouches, ha- pouches of, of powder, and, which and I, powder, I can powder, mix yeah. with water to make paint. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, good. And finally, I have a cunning of the weasel, which gives me a bonus to stealth uh, and kind of camouflagey yes, of stuff. Course,
0: when you're completely black in the night, that's probably going to be yeah, very advantageous. Uh,
2: but because I have four strengths, uh, it does mean that I have a weakness, mm-hmm. which is that I am disfigured. Mm. So on a hunting trip which i was on i fell down a rock face oh, geez. and i kind of smashed up the right side of my face a your bit. rock face my rock face <laughs> that's what the crueler kids call me like no, rock face. yeah so i basically <laughs> have a it's not even like a cool scar it's not even like a saber tooth like slashed my got like no, three like, lines like, yeah so it's more like the right side of my my right cheek is kind of just um it's mostly kind of scar <sighs> tissue it was yes. like a big impact wound rather mm. than a so uh, I don't do very well when I try to get people to trust me, <laughs> particularly strangers.
4: Uh,
0: OK, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So I think the way it works in terms of like, uh, see, so when you roll to paint yourself with with either the blood of owl or the skin of night, um, then uh, you get to roll an additional d6 for that, obviously, because that's your skill. But then the results of that depend on how quickly you have done it. Oh so if you roll high then you've done it quite quickly and you could turn that around in sort of like maybe 15 minutes to half an hour but if you roll badly then it may mean that you know you're not you're not in a position where you can actually do it very easily it may mean that you give up entirely on doing it or it takes hours and you need to do it back at camp, kind or of thing. Or you do it quickly, but badly, perhaps. And yeah, and, yeah, in that case, I guess we reduce the effect of it, mm. or reduce how long the effect lasts. Yeah, if you do it particularly. Like,
2: a, like I just paint, like, a burglar's mask <laughs> around, around your eyes. Got it.
0: <laughs> you just write silent on their face, <laughs> and it doesn't do
2: anything. Tree. <laughs> yeah. scan very still. Perfect.
0: It's incredible, I can't see him. Right, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about how the game sort of works because um, there are some things that uh, you might you know, not necessarily think that you know you can do. And I'm going to find the right page in a minute. So many pages. Give me a second.
1: You don't uh, have to talk. We could just cut this bit out.
2: Well, now you've said it. Is that possible? <laughs> Making a note. <laughs> 42 minutes. I mean, we could talk about like the weather or some nice nuts we ate recently
0: <laughs> right so, so 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 as i said it's a 2d6 game and whenever you're rolling your 2d6 or an extra one if you're you're skilled in that department then um i'll be checking against a threshold table as to how successful you are if you roll two sixes then that is a critical success so it's kind of like rolling a natural 20 in in dnd And uh, that will mean that, uh, for example, if you're doing damage, you will automatically do the maximum damage that that weapon can do. Um, And no, sorry, no, I'm wrong there. That is, uh, if you do a critical success, it it doubles the damage you roll.
4: Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, If you do a, a brilliant success, which is where you are more than six higher than the threshold for that, then you will automatically get. The, the total damage that weapon can do. So mm-hmm. that's slightly less than a critical success, a brilliant success. Um, a catastrophe is the opposite end of the scale. If you roll two ones, then everything's gone horribly wrong. And, and that basically allows me to to do something on top of you failing. So not only does what you're trying to do not work, but maybe your weapon breaks, maybe you fall and hurt yourself. Maybe if you were trying to dodge an attack, this hurts you a lot more than it would have done otherwise. So that's that's really bad. However, if you are rolling 3d6 for this particular check, then just getting two ones isn't a critical fail anymore. It now has to be three ones. Um, but I think if you roll, if you're rolling three d six, if you get two sixes, that is still a critical success. I'm just going to quickly check that. Um, yeah, so it's easier for you to still get a critical success with 3d6 but you
2: don't get like a super bonus for getting three sixes no no
0: so if you were to get three sixes that's still just a critical success mm-hmm. but um you can still get it with two even though you're rolling three dice but now it's much harder to get a critical fail because you've got to get three ones instead of two ones so there's there's a lot of bonuses to rolling with your strength mm-hmm. more cool. than just getting an extra dice which is cool um there are all sorts of things in this game for survival in the wild so and and, and i'm hoping that the campaign that we do will, will make use of some of these things like lighting a fire uh, building shelter and keeping warm is a really important thing there are there are rules for you know making sure you don't get too cold and the results for those things and we are going to go to some colder places and so uh, hopefully you will um you know survive
3: <laughs> what is the um what is the general climate around the the giants teeth
0: so we're uh, the campaign is going to be set in the summer mm-hmm. midsummer actually and it's going to be warm like it's the it's that sort of uh we're, we're in Europe sort of deep, okay. deep dark Europe somewhere. Um, but we're probably the same sort of um, north of the equator that the UK is, sort of roughly. But in an so, ice age.
4: Yes. So, so it's yeah. definitely
0: colder. But then if the sun was out and beaming, you could stand in that light and, and you could be warm-ish. Mm-hmm. But, but yes, absolutely. And and if you were to go up to the mountains, there will be st- still snow up there mm. and glaciers So are well.
1: we all in furs most of the time? Furs and
0: skins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's pretty much... The fabric that, that you all have. Yeah, but we're not to. we're not
3: sort of at the point where we've figured out fabric or weaving or anything yet. I think maybe Do we have like string.
4: Yeah, <laughs> like
0: there would be rope and string. I think yeah, kind of like uh, uh, what's yeah.
2: it uh, animal sinew? Oh, yeah,
4: like yeah. there'd definitely be sinew. Like guts. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: yeah. 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 I don't think you have bows quite yet, but I think you have things mm-hmm. like um, like slingshots, so you can like swing mm-hmm. weights around. Uh, so it's like leather
3: strips. Yeah, basically. exactly. You've figured out basic leather. Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, and there's there's dying to some extent yeah. as well, so you could die some of and this. And it's
3: game, the Ice Age, so. so lots of things are woolly. Yes, mm. yeah. <laughs> So things are going to keep you warm, yeah.
2: yeah. Although, because we can't, there's a thing about like totem animals and the things we can and can't kill, mm. or things we shouldn't kill. Yes, yes. Unless
1: so, it's literally bearing down on us. I yeah, think that's okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But the mammoth is the mammoth is your totemic animal, which is a shame because they'd be so tasty. Ah, oh, they would. <laughs> yeah, mammoth yeah. steaks and, uh, and mammoth what? on a stick. Mm, so good, so, mammoth yeah, on a stick. Just a whole mammoth on a stick, <laughs> a whole
1: bough of a tree. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gather around
4: this will feed like us for put,
0: years.
3: You could just put a spear between his toes; you'd never notice. But be mammoth on a stick, and now yeah. he's mammoth on a stick. He's still
0: alive. He's yeah. mammoth on a stick. Yeah,
3: that's more stick on a mammoth, really. <laughs> I
4: think. Yeah,
0: so there's um, there's a real um, no no about killing mammoths, um, and and even if the mammoth was to bear down on the, the tribe and the camp, there would probably be. A lot of people who'd be like, well, that's kind of judgment day, I guess. Oh, well,
1: oh, okay. <laughs> kind okay. Of like if the wa- than, mammoth wants you dead, then you
2: yeah, like deserve he's, it. Probably. He's chosen that. You must but have done
3: something. Yeah. <laughs> what
2: about all your other kind of strengths, which are all named after a thing? So mm-hmm. if I've got cunning of a weasel, does that mean I shouldn't kill weasels no, either? No,
0: no. That's just so you can imagine that more like you've just been named after oh, okay. an animal that they've seen that quality appear in. Mm. Um, there's, no, there's no worry about that being a totemic spirit or something like that. So Do
2: you yeah. have to cry, do you have to shout the name of Anime your strength style. as you do it? Absolutely. <laughs> so when I'm about to yeah. do a stealth check, I have to scream <laughs> cunning of the weasel.
0: <laughs> yeah, it makes it more effective, actually. Yeah, yeah. I definitely will not increase your threshold if you do that.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, when I'm trying to comfort people with softness of the otter, I'm like, softness <laughs> of the oh, otter!
0: Yeah, and then lightning like sparks yeah. all around you and your hair goes blonde and you float two feet off the ground. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um so uh in terms of getting hurt, uh that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> and and first <laughs> <Scam> in, folks. <laughs> it's gonna be brutal. <laughs> Welcome to the ice age, bitches. Um yeah. Uh basically you will heal generally after meals. Mm. Uh you'll you'll heal I think it's a, a dice roll's worth. I'll I'll know this when we come to do it, so mm. don't worry. But it's something like uh, do no I can't find it right now so
3: is it like um, Bioshock rules we have to rummage through bins to find hot dogs and stuff
0: <laughs> well I I would I would like there's a big survival aspect to this and I really want you guys to keep this in your head like I think there's going to be a strong aspect of right we're heading out we need to plan mm-hmm. we need to think about what we need to take with us because D&D is often very forgiving it on this front like you don't get hungry you have all these rations with you they seem to keep indefinitely um it was not like that in in this era and if you don't have any food with you you're going to have to hunt for it to find it and then you're gonna have to make a fire and then you're gonna have to cook it and i i think it would be really fun to, to to do a lot of that um so so i think it's bearing those sorts of things in mind if someone's hurt um there is first aid you can give as well and obviously you ali your character is uh, strong with this data, yeah. anyone can and if they
3: die I can just have a chat with them anyway So it's... exactly
0: yeah. yeah yeah so
2: that's win-win for everybody yeah. what, um, what, what? I mean we can't like cure meats and stuff like what meats. oh sorry yeah oh sorry yeah, cure I have a bad case of meat uh, <laughs> like, what illness <else? laughs> is meat sorry I mean like pres- preservation is not really yeah it's like not like a... if we're
3: living in central Europe on a shelf in a cliff it's not like we have lots mm. of access to salt yeah,
2: no, that's very true. So we can't make jerky.
3: But we I might be we able to make to eat it while we've got it, don't we? we might be able to use ice, because if we're, we're high enough a up big the hill, <laughs> if, we're, if we're high enough up the side of the cliff, we could go and get snow. or might snow we've quite definitely, regularly.
2: But we've definitely got, like, fire down, oh, yeah. haven't yeah. we? So, well, so really cooking fire. meat is pretty cooking much like... Cooking meat is
0: a big one. And, cool. you know, I guess if you cooked some meat, it would last for a day if you stored it. You know, Yeah. ish. No, I'm just curious. It's basically yeah.
3: in the, We're in the hunter-gatherer, forager kind of definitely. era of humanity here. De- definitely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether they discovered, like, smoking stuff.
4: <gasps> Maybe whether smoking.
0: Yeah. Could. Maybe smoking. I mean, different
3: yeah. p- humans probably came up with lots of different things at different times.
0: Yeah, they? I think it might be fun because I think I like the idea of when you're at the tribe, that's... The, the base as it were that's a safe place for you to to stock up on stuff but then once you're out and you've maybe eaten that stocked up stuff now it's up to you to solve mm-hmm. those problems so we could say that, that that smoking exists and there's some sort of smoked meats you could take with you from the tribe that would maybe last a couple of days um but you know you stop for one meal and that's probably all going to be gone
2: yeah. if we've worked out leather or, or or kind of like you have clean if we've worked out, worked out cl- uh cleaning a hide yes we've probably worked out smoking yeah, yeah i'd say so right. i'd say
0: so. i mean i'll look through and see if there's a specific mention of it because I, I haven't uh, prepared the food aspect of things mm-hmm. and there is a section to this so i'll i'll check that before the next session mm-hmm. but um but basically yeah i think it's going to be like you know you're you're out in the wilds you haven't eaten for for three hours what are you going to do you know one of you's a bit hurt uh and a meal would help so mm-hmm. if it's any worse than that you can you can do um first aid and anyone can do first aid and uh, there are different mm. difficulty thresholds for the severity of the wounds, um, but obviously you'll get an additional d6 uh, plus the uh, effects that various poultices and potions uh, do. But of course, you're going to need to find. Well, I am talking yeah. to you. Sorry, Ali. Specifically. <laughs> just saying. the audio medium. Um, but you'll have to find the right ingredients for those. Okay. And and you know they may not always be available. At which point it might just be back to first aid again. Yeah.
3: I'm so trying. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to stay historically accurate here. But have we figured out farming? Like no. Uh, do, no, we, no, surely. So this is definitely pre-farming.
0: Okay, like right. That's very explicit in here. They are very much hunt together is, at this point. Um, so we're not
3: talking like we have a herb garden or like Fang we've has ha- like a, phys- a physic garden or something. Well, <laughs> maybe.
0: I think like it does say sorcerers are able to, in the wild, recognise plants, herbs, leaves, the right things for it. They don't necessarily have the the level of civilization to think I'm going to grow some of that back at the camp. Mm. But when you're out and about, you're like, ah, yes, that is the dragon's tear plant. I know okay. that helps with broken legs. So Here <laughs> we <laughs> <laughs> go. Smear it on. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Okay, cool. So we've had
2: the cognitive revolution, yeah, just not the, the agricultural, agricultural revolution. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a good way of thinking about it. Um So those are the sort of big, big uh, sort of game aspects. Um In terms of hunting for food, there's, there's tracking. And uh, you can follow tracks based on, uh, you know, how successful your roles are, of course. Um, And then there's things like um, uh, there's things for like signaling to one another, um, obviously trying to do that stealthily and uh, establishing who is a lookout. So because, you know, while while someone is uh, targeting uh, or a group of targeting a specific prey, you may want another member of the team to be looking to see you're not being targeted by some something who's preying on you. So it's always important to have someone. And it it mentions that specifically here. Um, And then also when you are bearing down on your prey. There's things, uh, there's rules here for like um, a hunting roar. So you can actually decide, like rather than I'm going to try and throw my spear from a distance. Instead, it's almost like an intimidation approach. You're like, oh, I'm going to come for you kind of thing. And that can almost freak out the prey and make it freeze on the spot and make it easier to, to kill. But you might fail that and then it runs off because you scare it instead. So uh, so there's things like that, which is cool. Um, and there will be there'll be times I think where I decide what it is you're hunting. But then there are times where you might go, uh, you guys might go, I think we should hunt for something now. And at that point, there are roles to establish what's around and uh, what you may successfully find tracks for. And it may not always be great. You know, mm-hmm. you may not find a boar, you might find you know a mouse. <laughs> yeah. So so that's worth that's okay, there's, there's cool. sort of systems for that, which is which is quite cool. So um, I, I, I think it'd be great if you guys really sort of thought about like staying alive, making fires, shelters, and, and I'll help you through all that when it happens and stuff. Mm-hmm. but you know when when you're out and you're gonna be out for a while, Uh, you're going to need to think of shelter and stuff as well and you can make traps as well which if uh, maybe if you're setting up a temporary camp maybe you set up a trap and then we could check back and see if you have caught something and that might make breakfast for example a little bit easier uh, because you won't have to go hunting it for it Mm -hmm. Um, you can fish as well but i think um, you know that that may or may not be something that comes up combat I promise, yes. I promise I won't just read the rule book like this. <laughs> I just I just want to make sure you know everything because otherwise, mm-hmm. like this isn't D&D and it's a little mm-hmm. bit different. And I want you to know what you're capable of doing and we'll we'll go over it again in, in the actual game or whatever. But it's very, very simple and it is quite similar to D&D in this respect. There is even initiative, which again, you roll 2d64 six, two six, two D six four, and then you see what your score is and whoever's highest goes first, including the enemy um there is a skill for having more initiative but i don't think any of you have chosen that so you'll both just roll or just roll 2d6 Um, and on your turn you have two abilities you can do you can move and you can fight and that's it uh your movement is uh, a certain number of meters equivalent to your running score which for all of you because you have no extra skills will be seven meters so on a turn you can run seven meters Mm -hmm. and then your action is an attack which can either be a hand-to-hand attack or a ranged attack and a ranged attack either consists of just lobbing your hand-to-hand weapon at your prey. And if it's a spear, obviously, it's going to be more inclined to do that. Or if it's a rock, you know, that's going to be quite good. But if it's a knife, then it's probably not going to be so good and you really want to get in there and do some stabbing. Um, and or on on your turn, you can use your attack turn to just move more. So you can just do two rounds of movement. Or
1: could you um, say if you had a pre-prepared potion did mm-hmm. you drink that
0: yes that can be your action yes and, and and so your action can be all sorts of different things it could be uh, if you've been disarmed you can pick up your weapon uh, you can look after a friend and give first aid you can look for something uh and that and that is something i really want to um sort of i guess make really important here is that because in first flight and in d and d you have loads of different things you can do. As in terms of attacks all these spells and weapons and, and, and things whereas you're a lot more limited in this and so it's going to be environmental uh, ideas that are really yeah. going to help you win battles. It's like, what, what, what can I use that's around me? Maybe I can make him chase me and then run into something. Or, you know, is there uh, a copse of trees nearby that if I get into, I'll lose him? That sort of thinking yeah. is going to be much more than I'm going to wrestle a civet yeah. <laughs> with my flint knife. You know, that, that may not be as successful. And in fact, I think all of you have said in different ways that none of you are really yeah. fighters like no. that. And in many ways, all of you are looking to prove yourselves in the field kind of and so this could be your first chance to do that. <laughs> and as such you don't want to be fighting head on with a saber tooth tiger. So um so yeah. Um dropping a weapon is something that will happen with a catastrophic roll. So two ones, it may be that that means your weapon's broken, but it may mean you just drop it. And it will depend and see how that goes. Um oh yeah and then so everyone has a dodge score. Um and this is essentially armour class. So this is what an attack must roll higher than to land. Uh and for all of you it will be seven. Uh, because it only changes if you've got certain skills and none of you have those. So seven is essentially your dodge score. Mm -hmm. And if I want to land an attack and any of you are going to have to beat that and same for what you're attacking, that will have a dodge score uh, and uh, you'll need to hit higher than that with your attacks uh, roll. And then once you've done that, then you'll then roll for damage. And that will be dependent on your weapon and we'll get into weapons later, but they are all things like uh, stone knife, bone dagger, fire hardened spear, stone tipped spear, ivory lance. Uh, And then we get up the top to things like a sling with stones in it, a bolus um, and rocks and clubs and all sorts of things like that. So I think um, maybe in the next session, we'll talk about like while you're at the tribe, like what weapons you have and Mm -hmm. and how you'll equip yourselves and and things like that. But um, yeah, but that's that for now. So I think that's the basic sort of rules of everything. So um, what I was thinking is, that now that we have sort of introduced the game, I would do a little scene with each of you to sort of introduce like where you are and what you're up to at, at the tribe, at the camp. Cool. Um, so I'll take us in if you like. Mm-hmm. So as I have said before, the Giant's Tooth tribe camp is based at the foot of a towering cliff at the edge of a huge sweeping valley of forests, plains and marshes. A tributary of the main valley's river sweeps close to the camp's edge and continues out into the valley to join the much larger river further out. The cliff that the tribe's camp is based at undercuts deeply into the rock where it meets the ground and it's here that the tribe's camp is based half sheltered by a huge ceiling of rock above them and at the camp's boundary edge sticking out from under the cliff's overhang a huge stone stones positioned at regular intervals in a semicircle encircling the camp from a distance the camp appears to sit in a huge toothy mouth with a jutting underbite the surrounding stones known as the giant's teeth Sir so John hi hello long night Mm. You are in the Hall of Stories, your tribe's vault of knowledge and wisdom, curated by yourself and the other storytellers. The Giant's Tooth tribe value knowledge and stories greatly, and as such, your role is an important one. The hall is situated right at the back of the camp, deep within the cliff, where it turns into caves. And if you like, you could tell us a bit about that space and and what what you might imagine that that looks like.
2: Uh, Yeah, I kind of imagine uh, it is a um, slightly bigger cave mm-hmm. um maybe selected because of its size and the importance of like the history of uh, the giant's tooth uh tribe um i kind of imagine like you can see daylight okay from yeah. from yeah. there so it's not so far back in the network that you're but um it it's big enough where it gets darker the further in Deeper. you go mm-hmm. and i kind of imagine that uh there's maybe a few torches which we've got kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, set up to kind of like uh uh, kind of keep some keeps some light going further back. And it's quite a quiet place. I don't want to say sacred, mm. but there's like an air of like like a library. Like yeah, you wouldn't yeah. want to talk too loudly in it. And I think uh, some of the older storytellers, as they get too old to go out on journeys, uh, the, the kind of chief record keepers are kind of always there. Yeah. Kind of like uh, touching up the some of the paintings, oh, okay, I like that, adding yeah. new ones, and... I guess obviously they they picked a large one because it gave a large hall, cause it gave them more more space to work with, mm. and and maybe even in like a, a couple of sentence, uh, a couple of uh, corridors kind of uh, branching off, which weren't maybe intended to be part of the hall of stories have been kind of co-opted. Okay. Where if there's a particularly long <laughs> spin-offs. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like you can never delete anything, you can only add to it. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of, true, yeah. so kind of like um a particularly long rambling story has kind of <laughs> uh escaped down a corridor oh, we basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um is yeah, so so uh, so and it's quite uh, like I said, quite a quiet kind of studious place and the elder men are all kind of going around kind of like just quietly getting on with their work and, and touching it up and, okay. and making sure it's all pristine.
0: Great stuff. Okay, so I imagine you're like right now almost doing that as well. Like maybe you're touching up uh, or adding to a story or maybe even copying something from your your body.
2: Yeah, maybe even like, uh, maybe there's even like uh, a couple of younger storytellers like myself like coming and going. And I kind of imagine like maybe I have... I am transcribe I've just finished transcribing like the last kind of piece off my off my body okay, yeah. adding it to the mural and then it's almost like a, a ceremonial like cleansing yourself yeah. of, of of the ink which is almost like a, a kind of
0: yeah that's kind of a big deal in a way it's like yeah. deleting the SD card like, like, yeah like <laughs> a, I've done, should we
2: do this? <laughs> uh, local memory gone <laughs> yeah. how did I get here? what happened? oh no I forgot the bit on my bum oh no so I kind of imagine like uh, with a sigh I uh, I finish my work I step back to kind of admire it and then I um I head over to um the washing area sure or maybe like maybe just outside there's a little brook or something where um, yeah, you can kind of just start like sluicing off, basically. Yeah. <laughs> of <laughs> yeah. So I think
0: before you, just before you leave the hall, but as you're heading to this sort of washing area, a young boy comes into the cave, and his name is Spring, and he's the son of Whitewater, who is a, a hunter in the in the tribe, and he's like six or seven years old, and he doesn't have any decorum at all, and he just, uh, in a in a quiet sort of temple-like environment, is just like, "What are you doing here, Long Night?" Just like, just like a little Cockney boy. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Well, yeah. Our
2: character voices are <laughs> so in. What are you doing, long night? He goes, uh, you boy, what day is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Today, my lord, we haven't invented a cyclical calendar yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh know. Well, I'm sure it's Christmas Day. The sun, the sun came up. <laughs>
3: it's, it's fourth tooth from the left.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, how yeah, yeah. Works. <laughs> yeah, fourth tooth. Month and uh, I, uh, I, I can't imagine like I, I put a hand <laughs> on him and kind of like try to like push him towards the door. And he goes like, we, "We, spring, 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 yeah, spring, yeah." This is no shush, spring, be quiet, learn. Do you the, have le-
0: pictures of my father? Uh, White water. He slayed a great wolf.
2: We've been over this, <laughs> spring. White White Water has a. Has his own, almost has his own cave spring. Oh, that's it. Can no, see it. You, you've seen it, spring. You know you've yeah, seen I it. Have, yeah, 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 I have, yeah but... Just respect, please. There's
0: so can much. Can I have some of that on my body, like you do? Uh,
2: That'd be cool. I imagine, I imagine white water might have a thing or two to say about that. <laughs> please, we are trying to work. And I would like to kind of push him towards yeah, the okay. door. Yeah. That's
0: easily done because he does really know that he's not supposed to be there. But you're the only one I think that when he does this, he's kind of interested in all all the storytelling stuff. You're the only one who talks to him, like the others just sort of like kick it.
2: Maybe <laughs> or, at the, maybe at the same time he's one of he's he's young and foolish enough to be happy to talk to me mm, as well. Yes, like, oh, definitely, yeah, yeah,
0: a yeah, big part of that. Yeah, yeah. Um and I think then he would be like, you know, sort of like He'd feel a little bit like you've sort of opened the door to conversation, but obviously, if he's not in in the hall, so he's like, "How do you know what stories to draw and write? Do you go out beyond the teeth with the hunters?"
2: And uh, I kind of imagine like uh, I I kind of sigh. This is maybe like a, a conversation we've, uh, which I feel like I've told many many yeah. times. Uh, he goes, "Spring, we, I go." We follow the great heroes of our tribe. We, we go with them. when they go to get food and to get, you know provide for everyone here, we follow. when when you know even where, even when you play, even when the the people at home, they work on the tanks on the on the on the on the furs, it's like we we see all of it. We, we record everything and there are great stories and there are small stories, but it's all it's all our story.
0: Mm. He sort of seems kind of happy with that. Like like you sort of made it out to be like more than just the hunt, the, the big stories like the, the the grand stories or whatever. And then he says like um I just think I'm not going to be one of the big hunters like I'm I'm not strong like the other boys who are my age and I think I'm probably I think I'm probably going to be a storyteller like you.
2: And uh I'm like, uh, well, we uh we always need we always need people who can keep their eyes open and their mouths shut. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like, and I make like a little like zipping zips yeah. haven't been invented yet, but I kinda of like. <laughs> well, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh
0: Spring will invent the first zip.
2: Yeah, so uh whatever you end up becoming, whatever path you follow. Think about, think before you act. Be quiet and 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 listen, and you'd be amazed what think you learn. You
0: think before you act. Okay, okay. And with that, he's sort of like filled with a sort of childlike enthusiasm and just gallops off, shouting very loudly. Eyes open, mouth closed. Eyes open, mouth closed.
2: <laughs> and I and I watch him go, and I go, he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm by think, your hand or? I, 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 I would paint the story of a stupid child but we have a whole cave of that as well so.
1: you're going to start painting what you're going to do to spring <laughs> he's going to come in one day and there's a picture of you beating the crap out of him
0: and I'm like
2: well I'm, I'm going to wash it off anyway so this is this is venting time so I, 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 I start to paint like a, a larger man holding a spear and a smaller man <laughs> kind of next to it.
0: labels
4: <laughs>
0: amazing Mm Ali Fang, you are in the Hall of the Elders This is also a cave in the cliff at the back of the tribe's camp It's roughly spherical, with a lot of skins piled haphazardly on top of one another covering the floor in a patchwork of fur and leather In the middle of the room is a pit with a fire in it, surrounded by stones This cave happens to have a sort of natural chimney that is high in the side of one of the walls, and it goes up and out of the cliff further up, which is why it was chosen as the Hall of the Elders, and why they're able to have a fire in there there is still smoke gathered in the higher reaches of the roof, though, so it still has a sort of misty, kind of uh, aromatic uh, mm. flavour to it. No wonder for... they
1: all die at 40. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Choking it's on a... those smoky views. <laughs> it's horrendous. It basically smells of like cured skins, smelly people. And <laughs> Their <smoke>. skin,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're curing. Their own they're smoking <laughs> slowly in this room. It's an oven, basically. Okay.
0: But it's nice, considering it's cold outside. Yeah. You are kneeling on the entrance side of the fire and across the flames in front of you are sat the three tribe elders on rocks also piled with furs but so they're sat a bit sat a bit taller than you. They're all sat cross-legged and in the middle is a woman and you know her to be Summer Snow. She is one of the oldest members of the tribe but in our years would probably only be in her late forties. She looks older than that though and with a face of wrinkles and scars that betray a life outside and weathered. She has long white hair that falls straight to the floor. Either side of her are two men both older than her, their eyes are closed, seemingly in meditation, but you know they're listening. On the left is Rumbling Sun, a round, cheerfully faced old man with very little hair apart from a little wisp on top. And on the right, Singing Stone, a thin, almost skeletal man with messy white hair, who you know as the one who leads the songs for your tribe's ceremonies. And Summer Snow speaks to you. Fang, we have summoned you here to begin your rite of wisdom, the path to become an elder. Unfortunately, we have some bad news. You have completed all that is required of you to take this important role, and we need you. There are only three of us left now. The last task remaining is for you to complete a mythical task, a quest of supreme importance and legendary status, to solve a great problem or save us from impossible odds. But we have nothing of the sort that is awaiting to be solved. No quest of stunning import, no challenge delivered by the spirits. This means you must wait. I'm sorry, but clearly this is the way the spirits will it, the way Yurak himself wills it. If many more moons pass and we still have no quest for you, we will be forced to ask Wandering Mist to ask the spirits what they want from you. And I fear that you may not be destined to become an elder after all.
1: What? (laughs) (laughs) I was talking into the wrong side. You just just turn your head. (laughs) Oh, I'm kidding. I um, heard what you said. Oh, No,
0: yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, it's that <laughs> um, sense of humour we've come to love so much. Oh,
1: well that. She makes a
0: little mark on a stone. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: uh... Maybe
0: it's a good mark. Maybe it's a bad <laughs> mark. We don't know.
1: That's a that's a bit of a bit of a
0: bummer. I'm not gonna lie. I know. It's one of those things. The spirits have their ways of telling us what they want and 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 the way they expect events to go down. And this is this is just more of that, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you could try talking to Wandering Mist, mm-hmm. but what's that? Well, sometimes she
1: just makes noises; she doesn't realise. <laughs> <that's laughs> oh, I see. Her. She's a little bit senile <laughs> <laughs> at the age
0: of thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I feel like that. As well. um, oh, I see that like, making that crispy noise again. I'll just keep talking. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you could talk to Wandering Mist if you like the shaman of the camp. I'm sure you know her, mm. but you know what she's like. She's a little bit. Uh, were difficult sometimes so um mm. maybe just let the spirits do their do their will i'm sorry or maybe something horrifying will happen tomorrow <laughs> and, uh, and then but then it'll be on you A to. strange thing to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know but you remember like i had to save dancing claw from the bear men yes. uh, and 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 that was that was all that got us out of the great drought so if it wasn't for, for something really really awful happening, you wouldn't have uh, you wouldn't have me here as an elder. So uh, oh, let's hope something horrible happens then. Well, I guess what I'm getting at, it doesn't have to be horrible, but it has to be significant.
2: <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> uh, I'm not in the room. Uh, no. I'm a bystander. <laughs> I'm like, uh, um, who who is the person you saved from the bear men? Uh, this is Dancing Claw. Ah, Dancing Claw. Yeah. in <laughs> you know. The so village. The village drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't invented alcohol, but he does like chewing on that fallen fruit. Yeah. <laughs> that that really
0: old fruit. Really old has fruit. been stepped yeah. on a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't um he was it wasn't as important as I think uh some of Snow would like to think that it was. <laughs> he was just an idiot. But it did stop the drought, so maybe mm. it was.
1: Mm. Um I mean you say yourself you're short on elders. Can you not just sort of overlook this you know if you've if you've been waiting for a bit and nothing's happening maybe just let me join
0: she looks at you with like the most withering look i think <laughs> like anyone could give you have been training for years exactly you have you have followed the steps that so many generations of aspiring elders have looked to follow and some have fallen short and died on this process we can't circumvent and, and not, not do some of those tasks. It is, it is all or nothing. We, the three of us sat here now, are only where we are because we did all of that. I can't make a special exception for you.
1: Well, for my own sake and for the sake of this tribe, let's hope that something
0: happens. Let's just say something significant <laughs> happens. <laughs> mm. I, I, like you, hope that it isn't bad. Mm. And then with that, you're sort of ushered out of the game <laughs> As she leaves, she's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "Do you uh, do you want to go anywhere after that, or?" Um,
1: I'm going to go back to my little little nook.
0: And what is your nook?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a little room, probably about the size room of the room we're in now, like a sort of two and a half meter squared little carved out. I mean, it's naturally carved oh, out. So it's in she the didn't cliff, have is it? it. Yeah, it's mm. in the cliff. She's got a sort of little corner um, that's just full of. It's disorganised chaos. It's <laughs> full of little um, carved bowls of, you know, berries that she's found or that have kind of dried up. And,
2: and, and do, you, do you pass Danks and Claw <laughs> on, on the way there?
1: <laughs> Stop Step him. over him, yeah. Stopping <laughs> yeah. his face with old
2: apples. Again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Claw for hey, you. Hey, help me, I've fallen. <laughs> He's face down on some rock. <laughs> Hello, is someone there? <laughs>
1: no she's just like someone say something (laughs) oh yeah he's on the wrong side Um, (laughs) so yeah it's just full of like dried you know plants and and things she's collected over time that look interesting that she's sort of combining in different ways um sort of a makeshift mortar and pestle sort of thing as well that she's grinding things up with um and yeah there's just stuff everywhere um, but she knows what everything is. She knows, you know, if she needs to grab something in a in a hurry, she knows exactly where everything is that she needs. Okay. Um, and there's also sort of a, a little soft corner where if someone were injured, they could lay down so that she could tend to them.
0: Oh, OK. Oh, it's so yeah, almost like a little infirmary in a way. A right? little
1: one, yeah. But mm. it's literally like um, someone threw or she threw a little fur into, you know, on the floor. So it's it's not super comfy, but it's just a place that she keeps clear that people can rest okay. yeah. Mm. so yeah she's going to go in there and she's just going to be like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she's a bit like Rafiki oh, <laughs> right,
4: okay. that's oh. a good touchstone
0: I like
2: that <laughs> I mean funny. like even if you're not made like an elder like yeah. Lee. I mean like elder. elder is something that just happens to you over time <laughs> yeah. like you're, you're getting it's there basically you'll be, Yeah,
0: you'll be elderly <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: change your name to Lee, yeah. and you'll be elderly. I have to remind myself that she's only a few years older than me, so <laughs> I
0: can, I she's not too crony. But, but I think I think it's fair to say that, like, because you you have lived a life, <laughs> you've lived a life. Oh, what a life! And also, the, the, the others of you, your age, of which there aren't many, would all be acting sort of more decrepit, I
4: guess. Yeah, so you
2: would probably end up a similar sort mm. of way. and and, and spring. Maybe being six years old. But he's like an accountant. Yeah, like, you know, he's like He's he got is. two degrees. He's got two so many degrees. He's a very smart kid. So many letters
0: after his name.
1: Uh, but yeah, I think um as much as she sort of plays the the like watch, you know, the sort of like yeah. um I think she's quite sprightly and she's quite sort of um I imagine she's kind of sinewy okay. and yeah. kind of got a bit of toughness to her. Mm-hmm. You know, if she if she wanted to give someone a punch, I think she wouldn't hold back. You sure. know, She she's she's old but she can fight, I Good. think. You know, she she might not do much damage, but she she give would give it her best. She try to. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, I, I feel like maybe everyone views her as sort of the slightly loopy old lady but yeah. i think actually she
2: the she elder who's not could
1: hold her own yet yeah
2: mm. are you kind of like the the chief healer of the village mm. do you th- I? well <laughs> you, uh, you can answer this if you like
1: um, i'd like to yeah i think so um, you spent more
2: time learning it I yeah think,
1: she's been doing else this else. for basically 20 years so she's sort of really built a reputation for herself as the go-to person that if you need. So if someone was
0: hurt and brought back after after mm. a hunt that had gone a bit wrong, yeah. they'd bring them to you. Yeah,
1: or equally if they if someone was going hunting and they wanted to poison their arrow or mm. not arrow sorry because we don't have arrows but yeah spear the spear or something then she would be able to put together something that would they could take with them on their okay. hunt. So um, yeah, she's she's the go-to person. She she is, and despite being kind of that toughness, she she's very maternal. I think. Um, and maybe her toughness comes from her maternal instincts. You know, she wants to protect people and she'll do whatever is necessary sure. to do that.
0: Great. Yeah. I like it. Lucy. Hi. So, White Bird is in the tent of Wandering Mist, the shaman of the tribe and your teacher. Wandering Mist's tent is in the centre of the tribe's camp near to the totem to Urak, who is the mammoth spirit of the tribe. And a monolithic stone in the centre of the camp Uh, is that totem, and it's covered in artwork by the storytellers, a lot of which is Long Night's artwork. Um, Her tent is circular and huge, wide-based, going up very high into a funnel shape, and at the top, a pole sticks out with many flags of different colours swirling in the wind. Inside, the space is very colourful, considering they didn't have a huge variety of colours, so, like, two colours is very colourful for them. (laughs) Wandering Mist, herself, is sat in a wicker-bound chair to support her in a cross-legged seating position, but you can't see this chair or her body because the fabrics and skins that cover the floor of the tent from the outermost edge meet in the middle of the space and carry on swirling up and around her, sort of encasing her <laughs> in the floor of the tent. Um, so she ends up looking like a head on top of a spiral of fabric. And on yeah. top of that head is, is a, a bit
1: like those, um, you know, the, the parachutes when you run through. <laughs> a, <school laughs> and they a circle in the middle and you yeah, put your head
0: Yeah, through. imagine that and then it just sort of like Goes yeah, out. out. Yeah. Uh, and as wide, it would probably be like the, the circumference of a parachute. Mm-hmm. It's a big tent, and there's really nothing in it except for her in the middle, enshrouded in spiralling fabrics. And she wears a hat, a wide-brimmed, funnel-shaped hat that mimics her tent's shape and goes up into the top of the roof of the tent. It seems to like <laughs> almost connect up into there. Like There's like a rope coming out the top of it, and it connects all the
2: way up to the top. Is she? Sorry, I kind of missed this. Is she super old?
0: She is. She is old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like she's permanently installed herself into this tent and is one with it like she is the tent and the tent is her. Um, Wandering Mist insists you visit her often for your training. Uh, Do you enjoy these interactions?
3: (laughs) I feel like I have a a, a lot of respect for the the life of the shaman and what Mm -hmm. I've been chosen to do but I do not look forward to sitting on that chair. Mm. And this seems kind of dumb to me honestly like you know I'm probably like I have I have doubts about this you know some of the aspects of ceremony that mm. are oh, attached okay. to this. Yeah, at Link, I like think because yeah. this seems like a stupid way to behave, mm. and I don't get to go out that much. Why would I want to stay
0: wrapped in a wrapped tent. in a
3: <laughs> yeah wrapped up in a tent with a, with a big hat on for the rest of my life? Like that's. I not... think
0: she she hasn't always been like this. It's, it's this is much more because she's very very old and infirm now, but. Uh, for all the time you've known her, she's been like this. So, in terms of like what your perception of a shaman is, it's it's being wrapped in a tent, <laughs> which is very weird. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so you, along with everyone else in the tribe, are fully aware that she's dying, and you're aware of this because she says it all the time. Yeah, uh,
2: she's been saying. How it long
3: a... has she been dying? She's
0: been dying for about five years. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, just to clarify,
2: she's like one of those old people who goes to bed. When they're like sixty-two mm. and then lives like another thirty years. Yeah. Like despite yeah. the
0: fact that like they should have just died then. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah. She just carries oh, on. Oh,
2: it's the end for me. Yeah. Uh, two two shooters, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cigarette. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I'll buy tickets for that like, gig in three years' time. Yeah. Um <laughs> Maybe
1: um Fang has been giving her regular like
4: Mm.
3: doses of things I feel like. like there's probably some animosity between
4: oh definitely wondering
3: Mister Fang. like <laughs> you're, i think um... you're you're like the the sensible logical
4: yes. healing
3: coming in when really like I imagine wondering Miss feels you need to like shake a rattle over somebody and yeah do i some think there's, a, and there's, there's a lot be of <laughs> pots
0: and potions around the the sort of tent that are completely untouched because wondering mistress isn't drinking or taking any of the things you're you're bringing her unless you force them down her yeah. throat in which she complains and says she's dying <laughs> a lot if you do that <laughs> and so she says to you oh i've been waiting for hours little bird I don't have all the time in the world. I'm dying, you know. I'm dying.
3: I'm dying. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I know, Wandering Mist. You, you keep mentioning it. Well, I just don't, I don't feel like everyone recognises the fact that I'm dying. I am dying. <laughs> I'm dying. It'll be
4: soon.
0: But I'll die. I'll, I'll die. And then, you, and then I won't be around anymore. And you'll all be like, well, you
3: know, where's Wandering Mist? She died. She went. <laughs> she wandered off. She, died. she, she, she wandered into the mist,
4: quite literally.
3: Oh, you missed her. She's <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably muttering something under my my breath, like, "Do you promise?" <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that? I'm not like Fang. I can hear things. <laughs> Just because I'm dying doesn't mean I'm going to
0: die. I mean, I'll uh, di- I mean, uh, like, it does. <laughs> but I'll, I'll die on my own terms. I am dying though.
3: <laughs> Listen. What 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 can I do for you, Wandering Mister? Okay, enough about the fact I'm dying. Yes. Important though it is,
0: because I am. I want you to come on a trance with me now. But this time we're going to the lands of the mist now this is important okay because (laughs) the lands of the mist are where the dead go Ah, and you've never tranced to there before you've gone into a trance to talk to spirits and to Mm -hmm. talk to uh to connect with animals you can't really talk with animals but you can sort of emotionally infer what's going on maybe maybe um the the nomadic uh uh, herd that normally helps uh, you know feed and uh look after the tribe didn't come one Mm -hmm. one cycle and so you sort of went into a trance to find out why you can do that sort of thing but you've never traveled to the lands of the mist before um but you're confident that you can
4: I'm oh, sorry. I'm just, I'm just
2: kind of, <laughs> of envisaging that when you go into a trance, you can just hear like Zombie Nation, like faint, <laughs> faint in the background. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, nobody wrote Zombie Nation.
4: Like
0: it just came from the mist.
2: Well, like 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 you have a beautiful vista. But it's like it's in a separate room. You can just hear like. Zombie, <laughs> where, where is that coming from? Never mind. Never, never mind.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> so um, so when she says we're going to the lands of the mist, she sort of looks at you in a sort of like. <laughs> like
4: so this is a big deal.
3: Uh, okay, I guess. Yeah, I um, feel, feel confident with that. Uh, sh- should you? Cuz you might get stuck there. The
0: lands in the mist where the dead go. Yes, I'm dying. That's
3: why you might get stuck there. <laughs> so it's appropriate. Isn't it? It's almost like we're talking can like can, about Can, can I can I leave you there? Well, <laughs> it is the last thing for me to show you. And
0: with that, her eyes just roll back and they're just white. And she's gone. She's immediately into a trance. Now, this is very impressive because trances can take between, if you're good, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's a process of dropping into a trance or hours. And for you, it varies. Mm. It doesn't ever really take hours for you because you've got a bit of that, that gift. But um, it takes some time. Mm. But she's just gone instantly. She's just... Pff, white eyes. She's out there.
3: I suppose I better try and follow her then. I suppose, I suppose you... So do I actually get to roll some dice?
0: Well, we... I was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that away from you. I'm sorry. Um, the thing is, um, you to roll dice to establish the trance, we can do that. But w- all, all it really does is... Um, well, no, i tell you what. Why don't we do it?
3: Right. Hey. Why don't we do it? I get to use one be, of my strengths then. Cool. And I feel like that, this is a good object mm. lesson.
2: Yes. Let me just Should quickly. we? Should we clear space for your, your die so you can...
1: What if one of my weaknesses is counting until <laughs> so I roll, like, ten die? Because that's what they understand didn't hear the first one, Lance. So
2: <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, I've got this. I've got this.
0: Okay. So you're going to roll three, yeah? Yep. Cool.
4: Go for it. Okay.
1: <gasps> oh, no.
2: It's... Uh... Uh... <laughs>
3: Uh, sorry, can't count. All of a sudden, 10, 11. Oh wow, that's that's definitely a success then.
0: So, um, well, I'll tell you, that will take you ten minutes to enter
3: the trance. Okay. Okay,
0: um, but she's you're got not
3: a decent head start then.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's way ahead of you. Um, so you close your eyes, and and at this point you can't see anything (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you do what you always do you sort of uh, you sort of try and clear your mind you listen to your own heartbeat and you remember everything that wandering mist has gradually told you about just sort of almost repeating the same thoughts like tantrically over and over again and just sort of cycling your mind until it starts to be you're not processing thoughts like you usually do and then other sort of sounds and echoes and and kind of shapes and colours start to appear in your vision, and it's almost like now you can think yes, and Zombie Nation starts to very very gently just play in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
4: actually quite
0: yeah. It's, mm. it's, yeah, maybe we should bring the folio. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and and you can sort of like it's almost like you navigate this space. It's not like you can see it. It's more like you can feel it. But you can hone in on shapes and feelings and mm-hmm. thoughts and there's a path that you haven't trodden, trodden before that seems riskier and harder but you push yourself down that route and you, you sort of find yourself reality starts to appear before your eyes and it gradually paints in and you realize that you're not it's really strange because you're seeing the world again but you know that you're not seeing the world as it was before you're seeing the lands of mist you're still in the tent, but everything around you looks like it's made of smoke or something wispy and misty. Mm-hmm. Uh, things retain their form, but their edges are indistinct and blurry and they move out of bounds. They need to snap back as the wisps come and go. Everything's monochromatic shades of grey, blue and white. And it, you're in the tent, but wandering mist isn't there. And you can sort of see the fabrics and everything, uh, and they're disturbed. They're, again, made of smoke and mist, and everything is not the colours of reality. Uh and so, yeah, you're sat in a tent. What do you do now?
3: Can I see any tracks?
0: Uh, you can see that the way that everything has been disturbed, it looks as though she's gone out of the tent.
3: Okay, I guess I'll go follow her.
0: Okay. Um, and as you get up, you sort of look at yourself, You look down at yourself, and you don't really look like the rest of the world. You, you've you retained the colour that you had in reality. So it's it, it feels a little bit like you're not part of this. Mm. You're, you're viewing it remotely somewhat. Um, so you go out and outside the tent, you can see the camp, you can see the totem next to the tent, you can see the many tents of all the tribe mates, all made of the same wisping mist and smoke. And the distance beyond the tribe is a lot more indistinct. The wisping seems to have a greater effect on the valley and the trees far away, almost like a watercolour being ruined by someone dropping water on it. Wondering Mist is stood next to you, looking away from you. But she doesn't look like you at all she barely looks like her either she's made entirely of glowing blue mist she's stood up which is remarkable in itself as you cast your mind back and you don't think you've ever seen her standing but her legs sort of trail away in the mist and only really the most distinct part of her is her head and face and she turns to you and she's smiling which also you think you've never seen (laughs) and she says i've just died dear white bird
3: I know you were looking forward to it
0: it's been a long time coming <laughs> but now's the time I feel you are gifted and it took me years to reach the land of mist in my trance training but here you are a young thing and already mastering talking to the dead because I'm dead I've died it's
3: happened now I'm but we've dead. been talking for years
2: yes and it's felt I'd like died <laughs> <quite laughs> <ever.
4: laughs>
3: I definitely feel that like <laughs> I'm dead it's, it, it should be scary but I think White Bird definitely has got like a like this does just kind of feel normal
4: yeah, to that's her. Good.
3: Kind I like of thing. That. Like, I like this that. is
0: Yeah. It's almost like although you've never done this before, yeah. it's right. Yeah it's natural. It's also natural that she's died, as yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> um these these abilities come so naturally to you, and I understand that you think I or, or anyone have, have little to teach you. I have brought you here to say goodbye, but also to warn you. Something dark is coming. And misusing your abilities at a time like this could lead to vengeance from the spirits and without me you alone are the guardian of the will and temperament of the spirits for the whole tribe now you could bring catastrophe down on everyone if you are callous with your skills i hope that bringing you here would show you the importance of what you can do and the true power you wield and now miss leave and with that she walks away And she heads down through the tents and down towards the valley beyond. The distance that previously was very indistinct to you. But now it's become a little more distinct as you watch her go. And there's a procession of blue lights that form almost like a continuous stream of uh, slightly glowing mist that snakes through the valley valley with points of brighter light within it. And you watch until you can see wandering mist no longer. And then abruptly the world sort of refocuses suddenly. The edges of everything snap back to solid and colour returns to the world. And you're stood outside, wondering Mist's tent, and there are a couple of people just looking at you. Like, yeah, 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 okay. Uh,
3: yes. Um, wondering Miss just died. What? What? Uh, so could you come and help me? She's kind of tangled up in all the stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and one of the people runs off immediately with that news to go to go alert the elders and everything. And you you peek back inside the tent with the with the other random unnamed NPC yeah. <laughs> um, and you notice that Wandering Mist's head has indeed lolled to one side um, and she's gone and you are now the shaman of the Giant's Tooth tribe
3: uh cool <laughs> can I lose the hat? <laughs> <laughs>